Hello, everyone. I'm back, and I'm back with a vengeance. And you know what? I'm back with also is an echo because I, I don't, I don't have a recording studio like I said last time. I lied to you. And you'll also hear a sweet, charming, beautiful little hum from my air purifier in the background because you can hear that I'm a little bit hoarse, and I'm not loving that. And whatever floating demon particles are in the air coming out of the vents, coming into my space, uninvited, unwelcomed. I didn't even Ouija board them in here. And I know that they're attacking my throat and my my dangle in there while I sleep because sometimes you'll catch me sleeping with my mouth open. And I'm sorry. My mouth is just basically my nostrils bigger. Okay, so this is... We're going to get through this, but just so you know, I don't, I have everything I need to be able to record something more, um, I don't know, studio quality, but that's not why we're here. We're not here for the smooth jazz sounds. I I can deliver that emotionally and we're going to do that. So I actually wanted to make this episode, um, all about and this may be something you're already good at. This may be something you need to share with your your aunt Tina, you know, that your neighbor down the hall, that girl that just got to a new city where things are different, you know, we don't know, but this may be an educational moment. Either it's new for you or you're going to hate me or you're going to disagree or you're going to be like, "Oh, I didn't know. Thank you so much for telling me." Or you're just going to be clapping because you're going to agree. So this episode is me teaching you how to be a good customer at a coffee shop. And you may already think that you're a good one and maybe I can help you be a better one. Maybe you think you're A++ and you can check my work. Maybe you've been a barista for 20 years and you're like, Brooklyn, there's so much more than you know. And I'm like, you're right. But I've been a barista for about two years and I'm almost done with my career. I have two weeks left and I'm going to miss it. And I'm going to be sad to walk out of there because my coworkers are litty like a titty. I can't believe I have had the best coworkers of my life. And to everyone who's ever been my coworker previously at other jobs, you were cool. But man, <laughs> this group of people really knocked it out of the park. So um, my smooth jazz voice and I are here to... I have nine things I want to talk to you about. And these are not... In any particular order, they're in an order in which they just came to mind. So maybe that is maybe a divine order, a God order, if you will. I I don't know. I'm just a servant of his knowledge. So I'm going to just start with a few things. You may want to take notes. You may want to pause and say, hey, hey, Patricia, come in here. We're going to listen to this podcast together. And just because it sounds fun. And you can, you know, wink at your other roommates and be like, yeah, we know what Patricia needs to learn. Um, Maybe you need to forward this to your husband because he's the one that picks up your coffee for you. Maybe this is for your personal assistant who tends to get the order wrong or come back and be like, they're so mean there. Like, why do you even make me go there? Like, it's so weird. They don't even like... (laughs) like you know so we're gonna do it for everyone and for anyone so the first thing that um we're gonna start with lesson one is just patience um I think a lot of people have a lot of things they got to do in a day and sometimes you got nothing to do in a day and no matter what there can be 
a, a possibility that you are just an impatient person. Um, and I think in just speaking from, we can't go into all the areas in which you're being impatient. And some of those places are probably real good. But as a barista, um, I have experienced a high volume of um, in, in impatience. And so just take one moment, you know, this is just me also being a customer of many coffee shops in my life. Take a moment and you know, t- you know, give yourself a little hug. Maybe just rest in your car for a moment before you hop out or when you're in line waiting at the drive-through, um just take a breath and be like, "Okay. I'm getting a coffee. This may not go. This may go quickly. This may not go quickly. We don't know. We don't know what the battles the baristas are fighting. We don't know about those. We don't know about the uh, 15 drink order in front of us. We don't know about how we're secretly trying to hide that something's burning in the toaster and juggling other thoughts like, um, I really wish I didn't have to have diarrhea while I'm trying to make your drink. You know, things like that. Things like um, hidden hidden battles. So just a little dose of patience will get you far um, with getting what you want because our number one goal is to be nice, take your money, make you a dope drink or food or both and watch you walk out at some point happy. That's all we ever wanted. That's all we've ever needed. So tell me what to do now. Sorry, that's in sync, I think. Um, okay, number two, we're moving on to a little bit of potty talk. Uh, this this lesson is just called bathroom etiquette. Um, I can speak only from my barista experiences having two unisex bathrooms, um, but mostly what I want to say about this is I know you. We know we we're we don't need to pretend that coffee doesn't make the poops happen. Oh God bless it! I love knowing I can sip on a cup of Joe on a road trip, on a camping trip, in my own bedroom, my comfy, comfy socks on, and I can start drinking that and the poops arrive. And that may not happen for all of you, but man, it is pretty common. So I know that when people sit down to enjoy one, two, three cups of coffee, I know the poops are coming. We have bathrooms for a reason. We all have to go poop. You and I both poop and pee and it feels so good. And I'm here to celebrate that. I'm making merch like this. I I wave my banner high and I love it. But I'm, I want to talk to you for a second about the etiquette of knowing you're about to poop and pee in a bathroom that other people have to go in. And I'm not talking about a smell. Let it smell. Let it, let that, let people know what you've done. That's okay. We will do our best to make sure the airflow is right and the bathrooms are placed accordingly. And maybe there's a little bit of a Glade air freshener in there, but I'm talking about you leaving your mark in there. Mams and sirs, just make sure we can't, you know, we can't cool off your warm seat we can't do we can't cover up a lot but there are things you can do to make sure that when someone comes in after you they don't want to throw up okay it's gross some of the things i've seen you do you don't know where to put your tampons you when you when you see diarrhea in your toilet at home do you think hmm i think i want to keep that there if you do just do that at home okay and i'm just here to talk straight with you because i i don't want to look at that And when you get your pee all over the floor, when you flick a booger somewhere, cool, good, good skill, but pick up your trash, okay? 
All right. We got that one done. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm just saying it it comes down to some very small details, but man, they speak volumes on your behalf um, and on your behind. Um, Number three, this one is just called listen and observe. And it's mainly for my loud talkers and oversharers out there like me. I have, I'm sure, sat at a coffee shop before and overshared so loud about my private stuff or my thoughts and ideas that other people cannot enjoy their time. So learning how to control the volume of your voice and look around the room and make sure you're not screeching in a way that pulls other people out of their safe little zone. There is a way, there is a for sure way to communicate and have a good time with your friends and not be so loud. And I've seen it done. It's it's an it's beautiful and it's actually not that hard. It just takes a little bit of observation and a good good word intentionality. Just saying, you know what my intentions are to not disturb a lot of people right now. Cuz I get people coming in there shouting about their way that they stretched in yoga class and then what they learned at their house church and then how their new hair is so cool but but Brittany and Bethany won't text them back you know what I'm saying it's like all I can think about is like okay keep spilling the tea about Brittany and Bethany you know like I want to tell me more and now I'm not going to get my homework done and now I'm also not listening to what this guy I'm on a first date with is saying you know it's it's stuff like that just you know listen and observe that's it um you may think that sitting at a little table creates this really cool soundproof sphere around you. And I wish it did. And you know what? That's the future. Welcome. But uh, we're not there yet. So if you want to invent that, go ahead. Otherwise, listen and observe. Um, Number four is ask questions. Um, This means that when you come up to the counter and order with us, you don't necessarily have to know everything right off the bat. Um, we don't expect you to. We don't want you to just silently stare at everything. And I get the the social awkwardness of just interrogating a barista and what's that and what's this and what. We don't want that either. But we also don't want someone to make the wrong choice and then get their food or drink at the end and be like, oh, oh, and then have that, have a little bit of that, and then never come back because, uh, well, that's a bad time, and you feel awkward, and so do we at some point. But um, I do love it when people are able to be like, hey, what's a macchiato? And I'm like, yo, let me tell you, it's not what you think it is. Thanks, Starbucks, for doing that, doing that dirty to us all. Um, Yeah, so be brave, ask questions and be like, "Um, I'm gluten free. What can I eat? Or I really like sweet stuff. What's really sweet? (laughs) I'm not that's no embarrassing questions as long as you come into it with an open mind and uh lower your expectations a little bit on maybe all of the offerings every coffee shop has, which leads me into lesson five. Not all coffee shops are the same. And I know you know this. Listen, I know you know this. But not everybody knows this. I've heard lots of times, well, back home, my coffee shop does this. Or, oh, um, well, your rivals do this. Or, okay, I'll have this and I'll have that and I'll have two of these and three of these. And I have to be like, we don't have 99% of what you just asked for. But I do have everything here on the menu that we have displayed. So 
you may not know this, but I'm saying again, how to be a good customer is just realize the moment you step into the door of a new coffee shop in a new town, you're driving through Missoula, Montana on your way to freaking North Carolina on for a flight to Moscow and every coffee shop along your journey is not going to be the same. And I've, you know, I've had a way better time in life thinking that, you know, once I step in the door, I think, okay, I don't know what to expect. Let's find out. Let's be a little, let's Sherlock a little bit. Let's find out what this place has to offer for me. So not all coffee shops are the same. We're not all serving the same things. Don't assume we all serve, um, Tirani syrups or have sugar-free or it's going to be the same temperature you you're used to, um, with the one down the street. We don't all have like quiche made by Marjorie, you know, like I don't, I don't know her and I bet she makes good quiche, but you know, she's got that one location on lock and we ain't it. Um, and speaking from experience, the if you get a little bit adventurous and say, you know what, let's try a new coffee shop, you're just going to open up your horizons and have a better time in this life because freaking YOLO, you know what I mean? I know that's not, we're not saying that phrase anymore. I know it. Don't come for me. But I'm, it's true. Uh, I, as far as I know, I'm not super sure if I can confirm whether or not we only live once, but that's what I know. Okay. Uh, which leads me to a touchy subject, and I'm not here to condemn this, and I don't want you to cringe. I'm just going to bring it up because um, we want it to be a good time for you. Um, so lesson six is just called, oh, that's my cat. Lesson six is just called children. So I love them. I love that you have them. I love that you pooped them out. I love that you're raising them into better people than you are. Like we're just making good people. And I appreciate it. And I want you to bring your kids into the coffee shop because I love giving a steamer to a three-year-old and they think they've been handed the freaking crown jewels. It is, I, it's the cutest and I'm there for it. Um, and I also love the familiarity of knowing these kids and they come up to me and they're like, we made you this card. And it's like a drawing of you and you end up looking like a penis, but you also love it and you never look better. So Children, I love, I support. Parents, this is mainly for you. Children, if you're listening, hey. Um, But when you bring a bunch of kids in, you know. You know what it's like. You have them at home. You have them at school. You take them all the places and you're aware of what your own back seats look like. I know. So all I'm asking on behalf of all baristas and coffee shop owners is that you help us help you. So if they break things or... um, I mean, even lick things a lot or smear. Just watch where their hands go. Sometimes they're smearing things that are not easy to unsmear, if you get me. Um, Sometimes they go into a bathroom and lock it, and then we have to somehow break in. Um, Sometimes they try to pee in the plants that we have. Sometimes they run up to a foreign dog and try to scare it. And, and slap its butt. And that, we know, these are interesting moments I've seen. Um, and a lot of the times, it's really up to, I, I get it, you want to just have your good time, you want to play your, you want to just scroll on your phone, um, or play some kind of candy crushing game, and ignore the five children that you brought in. And I, we're all just begging you to simply not ignore them. And, and they they just want your attention anyway, you know? Otherwise, I've seen so many incredible examples of parenthood through my time as a barista, and I've watched kids just respond so well to that and drink their 
steamers and like giggle and be like, I have stickers. And then they give me one and I'm like, this feels like an angel kiss. You know, it's just so good. And I want to keep that good time rolling. So help us help you just pay attention. Um, it's really cringy and difficult to watch a kid run around with a glass in their hand because it does inevitably break. And we, we just don't want to see any of that. Um, okay. You saw this next one coming. I know, I know number seven is tips. And so my philosophy on tips is this, and I've gotten some good feedback on it and some not good feedback, but I'm just speaking in the world of like, when you walk into a coffee shop or drive up to a coffee shop and there's an option to tip, there's a reason for that. Um, but I'm going to, um, throw down the one cool badge that I have to throw down right now. And that is that I have a degree in anthropology and therefore I'm going to discuss, cultural implications and connotation of tipping really quick. Sorry, there's some words in there really big, but we're just going to talk about why we're tipping from the viewpoint of it's already happening, not from like the systemic reason for it existing. Cause we don't have time for that. I don't even have time for that. You don't, you know, you can go Google it. I'm not your Google, but I'm here to encourage you that as a barista, it allows a lot of baristas to continue having their job and it lets good baristas stay in the field that they love. They There are people who love roasting and making things with coffee, okay? They love it. They want it to be their life. And when you tip them, either you're tipping their employees and you, get, you let the whole business stay alive um, or you are just creating a positive atmosphere for a fresh barista or a seasoned barista to know that they're doing a good job. And at the coffee shop I work at, um, you tip before you get your drink. I know it's like a big, you know, you have to take a big leap of faith knowing that I'm not going to like ruin this drink, which if I did, you can tell me and I'll remake it. But really the heart, what I'm talking about is the heart behind the tip. Um, Because Again, we're not going to talk about why baristas need to get paid more, blah, blah, blah. Um, th- that is a really good discussion, but also uh, it's we could discuss that and we're still going to end up at the fact that baristas need to get tipped if there's an option for tipping. So um, do your best. Have the cash that you need. Just think about who is standing in front of you, like the position that they're in, the position that you're in. It is my personal belief that you should not buy coffee at all if you are not able to leave a tip. Um, it, it is, it's very disheartening and it is very discouraging and um, it is a uh, most, it feels like entitlement. And so really what that communicates is I know that this is a cultural expectation. I know this is something that you need. So I, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to either of those. And so that can be very awkward, especially when something it's like, um, it's a courtesy and it's a social expectation. And what, I mean, whether you think that like, if you want to go to bat and like fix the issue at the roots, go ahead. But all I'm here to say is it is so good to tip. It is unless again, unless that barista is like really mean and you, you see that they have like blood coming out of their nose or something like, like then speak up and be like, you know, I really wanted to tip you, but this, or like send a message through Facebook and say, here's why I didn't want to that time. Or that barista is always mean 
mean or they always like make my drink wrong or whatever it is, speak up and go somewhere else. Find baristas that like you like and that you're willing to invest in, okay? Just invest in the coffee community mainly because I love the coffee community and I'm sure that if you if you drink coffee, you know, it is like a community hub. It's where like business happens. It's where conversations start. It's where relationships begin. It's where hard things happen. Um, Really, really cool things happen over coffee and a lot of cultures have a similar situation built into their like um, daily lives. Sorry, my cat is freaking out. They have something built into their daily lives so that they can they can just live together and be together, whether that's dinner time, whether that's morning time, whether that's hikes or just drinking coffee, there's a way to connect. So invest in your community's connecting points. The end. Um, okay. My next thing is called, uh, (laughs) it's, it's just called fingernails and this one's so short. And this is, I think speaking for, um, all baristas out there, uh, I can do this confidently. And if there is a barista who really enjoys this, then let me know, email me what's up. Um, we don't like sweeping up your fingernails and I don't know why it's different than other crumbs. It just is. Uh, but just if you could, if you could refrain, I know sometimes I'm a, I bite my fingernails. I've done it lots of times. Um, if you could refrain from doing that incessantly at a coffee shop and putting it all over the floor, that'd be sick. I support you. I think, I think it's okay to bite your nails. I don't know. Go for it. I can't stop you. I know it's not happening for any really big reasons, but you know, if you, if you want to keep biting your nails, just do it somewhere else, do it in your car, flick them wherever you want, bro. But, uh, maybe don't put your own human trash places where people have to go behind you and then pick it up. That's just a cool thing. And the last thing I will say how to be a really good customer at a coffee shop is keep going. Having like regulars has changed my life. Like the lesson nine is like my number one is people staying with us or committing to shopping and buying local coffee. And yes, I am. I am biased for sure. I'm willing to completely reveal that bias because I have worked at only a local coffee. Like I've never worked at like a big chain ever. And I, I think all the jobs matter, but I do also think it's important for you to put your money back into your community in really strategic ways. So find ways that matter to you. One of the ways that super matters to me is to support the businesses where my friends work and where my, and my businesses that my friends own. Um, and so a lot of my friends own or work at coffee shops. And so I like to put my money there and I don't want to avoid them. And I know that there's this really common thing that happens, um, socially where we like avoid going to places where we know people. And I totally get that. I fully freaking know that feeling. I 100% know that feeling. And I've I'm guilty as charged. Like there are times where I like drive to Whole Foods and there's someone in there I know. And I'm like, I'm going to sit in my car for a little bit. Um, but what I more so mean is not just like the dreaded, like, oh, I ran into you at a, a grocery store and I have to keep running into you six more times until we both check out. I'm, I'm more talking about going into local businesses and buying 
buying and, and investing in people that you love and know already. So that's what you should do. Maybe that is a big chain. Maybe that is a local business. Um, maybe that's just the local chain. <laughs> um, and that's okay too, but just do it on purpose. That's it. You'll, you'll love that thing that you do at the end of the day. You'll know you'll have given to things you, you love and trust and believe in, um, rather than mindlessly like all the freaking anyone else driving around, you're, you're going against the flow a little bit. You're going against the grain and you're saying, you know what? I know what I know and I like what I like. So I'm going to, um, put my money where my mouth is and not just talk this big talk about what matters and what's good in the world and where we should be making change. Like money makes a lot of change. Even just your habit spending, just your habit spending at a coffee shop can really invest in people's lives. Um, and can help them support bigger and better things. That's just how the systems work, right? So that's, I mean, that is a pedestal and I am standing on it and it's a soapbox too at the pedestal. We're all, it's one big stack of things upon which I stand, um, one nation under God. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's pretty much it. There's nine lessons there. We got patience. We got bathroom etiquette. We covered some crazy things. I know I talked about your kids. Please don't hide your children from me. I am a trustworthy barista and in two weeks I'll just be a normal trustworthy person walking around um, who will still be drinking coffee from all the places that I know and love um, here in Oregon. And I deeply um, want to encourage you that if you have any um, resistance to any of these, that's okay too. Just go ahead and sit with that. Figure it out. Like maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Just sit with it. And my one goal is to take this uh, two years of, of you know, freaking tamping and, and dosing and measuring and steaming and pouring and making rosettas and hitting buttons on an oven and saying like, what can I do for you? Um, I want to make it matter in even bigger ways. So heck, why not try to educate a generation of coffee drinkers so that we can all do better? You know, why not? So that's that. That's me. Me and my echoes, me and my cat screeching in the background, and I love her, but we got to do something about her screeching someday. I don't know, probably too late for that. So uh, good job listening to this. That was episode two of Funny Girl, and I, I don't think any of that was funny, but you know what? I'm freaking funny. That just am. I am that thing, whether I'm being it at the time. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right. Love you. Bye.